building better relationships at home and at work for people who have more than enough on their plate. Two coaches dangling the possibility of finding joy in your relationships. Do you dare to consider life can be better? Have a listen and tell us why. In today's episode, Angela and Patty have a special guest, Cami Holvolt a transformational life coach and intentional creativity coach. Cami Polvote is a transformational life coach, an intentional creativity coach, and founder of Change by Design, a creative personal development company that focuses on teaching, guiding, and accelerating personal change through the practice of living intentionally. She's a certified independent color code trainer, which is based upon the personality science research done by Dr. Taylor Hartman, who published his work, The Color Code, in 1987, almost 35 years ago. Subsequent editions are titled The People Code. Cami today is here to share all about color code and how it fits into helping our audience build better relationships at home and work. Welcome, Cami. Could you please tell us and our listeners about you and your background? Yeah, thank you for having me on today. So a little bit about me. From the time I graduated high school until about 2016, I worked in the IT industry or the technical industry. So that's about 35 years. So about the time that Dr. Taylor Hartman published his book is when I graduated high school. <laughs> so I worked at various companies, Motorola, AT&T, Intel, lots of technical companies here in the U.S. The last position that I had at Intel was as, was as a UX program manager and a change management specialist, which gave me an opportunity to look at the human side of psychology in the IT space. So how do humans interact with user interfaces and the people side of change, which is the how, how employees navigate workplace changes. So I was in charge of doing a, a lot of things with regards to humanity and I loved it. So there was a period of time in 2016 where the company was downsizing and I was impacted by that downsizing effort. And so I had this great opportunity to career shift. And so I decided to become a transformational life coach. And I got my certification through Southwest Institute of Healing Arts in Tempe, Arizona. From there, I've been doing coaching for quite some time, mostly entrepreneurial stuff and relationships for the last five years. And I really enjoy the work that I do. And I don't see myself changing back into a, a corporate employee ever again. <laughs> it was a great experience, but I'm not going back. And Kemi, can you explain what is color code? Yeah, color code is, as we said at the beginning of the, the podcast, that it's a personality science designed by Dr. Taylor Hartman. And what it is, is a personality development system that is actually more accurate, simpler to understand and easy to apply than any other personality assessment tool of its kind. Color Code uses a personality assessment designed to work from the inside out. 
So while other personality assessments, they tend to look at the behaviors that observable behaviors, color code asks questions about behaviors in your earliest memory of your childhood in order to discern what is your core motives, what drives you. So what is driving the inside thinking to result in an outside behavior? There are four primary personality profiles, which are identified by four colors, red, blue, white, and yellow. Reds are um, motivated by power and their natural talents are leadership and vision. Blues are motivated by intimacy and their natural talents are quality and service. Whites are motivated by peace and are naturally, naturally bring about clarity and tolerance. And the core motive of yellow is fun and their natural talents are enthusiasm and optimism. So Cami, how did you get into color code? I was first introduced to color code at the Southwest Institute of Healing Arts. It was the character code actually, that was the book that we were uh, gifted as a part of that program. And we all took the assessment and in my corporate background, I had taken many of the assessments, Myers-Briggs, Strength Finders, DISC, and I, I love those. But what I found is about two weeks after taking those other assessments, I didn't, I didn't remember my own results nor my colleagues, right? It's supposed to help with team building and, and helping you to focus in on your strengths and, and, reduce some of your limitations and I couldn't remember anything I needed to basically walk around with like some sort of cheat sheet in order to keep it top of mind right and when I learned color code I was just like I remember exactly what I learned months after I learned it and I was color coding people right and left I was color coding people on television in movies, I was like, oh, I bet you they're this color, or that color, right? And, and it's just so simple and it's really quite accurate and it's amazing how it works. And in my brain, because I have a user-centered design background, the tool that gets used is the one that you want, right? So if you've got a hammer and a drawer full of hammers and you always use the one, that's the best one for you, right? And so I find that color code is kind of fits that model of, of it's, it's easy to apply and it's easy to help people learn how this actually integrates into your life. And it doesn't feel like you need this magical decoder ring to figure out who people are. <laughs> how can knowing your color code help you and your relationships at home and at work? And by knowing someone else's color code, how does it help in understanding why they do what they do? Okay, those are good questions. <laughs> so uh, the first part I believe was on helping you understand your relationships at home and at work. So first off, let me just say color code is super helpful. It, it, the possibilities are just endless. It helps relationships what I've observed for myself, and I think most of my clients is, is if I were to sum it up in one word, it's acceptance. So if you realize who you're interacting with is 
I like to say wired. They're, they have a tendency to be a certain way majority of the time. You learn to understand how they're wired, how they think. And once you, once you realize that, you're like, oh, I, I now know that that's what's expected. And so it, you kind of hit on this expectation thing. And as coaches, we know that expectations can be really dangerous, <laughs> right? Especially in relationships. I expect him to take out the trash and he's not taking out the trash. I expect him to do this, and, you know, and he's not doing that for us women and vice versa for the men who are in your listening audience. You expect your wife to maybe be caretaker and maybe she's just not wired to be the type of caretaker that you have expected or seen with your parents, right? There's a difference. And so we're all wired a little different, differently. And even though color code gives you some information regarding our driving core motive, it doesn't mean we're bucketed and pigeonholed into that. We're not labeled and boxed into the color, the colors that I previously mentioned, and we'll probably do a lot more talking about the specific colors as we go on with this interview. But yeah, so that's the home and work. And the second part was, um, how does color code help in understanding why they do what they do? So that's, that's the premise of color code personality science is that we are, we have a tendency what they call a driving core motive. And that is the, at the source of why you do what you do. So for example, and I hope this is enough of a person that the whole, your, all your listening audience knows about this person. There's a famous basketball player, Michael Jordan. Hopefully that's well known to your entire audience. Michael Jordan is what is a color code red and they're motivated by power and they have natural leadership strengths and a drive, right? That's their natural tendencies is to drive and to really take ownership of their knowledge, their skill set, and how the team plays. And if you've read anything on Michael Jordan or even watched an interview bio of him, He's a person who has exemplary stats when it comes to basketball scores and, and whatnot. <laughs> and the reason why is because he, he's driven. He's driven to, to succeed and excel. And so he's wired that way. When he came out of the womb, that's the way he was wired. And that's the way he showed up in the world. And so the two of you are wired a certain way. So I I do know I had you, you both take the color code and both of you are wired primarily by intimacy. So color code blue. And so we'll probably get to talking about that in a, in a few, but yeah. So various people are wired different ways. Oprah Winfrey is a color code blue. So you have good company with somebody like Oprah Winfrey and your color code blueness. Cool. So. <laughs> Well, that is true. We took, Angela and I took the assessment and we're both blue. And we also, our second is white. What should we know about both being blue and keeping and strengthening our partnership and our friendship? So when I was looking at your, your results, it was interesting that you guys are almost 
dead mirror, right? Exactly the same. And I was like, how's this, right? There's only a sliver of a difference between the two of you, which I thought was quite interesting. Now, when it comes to blues and blues having relationships, you're, you're basically simpatico, right? It's you guys get each other. You understand how the other one is wired. There might be some instances where you will behave to more towards your secondary colors, which is fine. And, and so you might be having to navigate things like that. But on the whole, I would say that the, the one major place that you might want to help each other, uh, not so much get along, but help each other grow is the self-love aspect, right? Because color code blues have a tendency, not all the time, but have a tendency to give, 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 give right? And they'll give the shirt off their back and they'll, they'll do all kinds of things for everybody. And so if you two are busy doing for others and each other, maybe you guys would need to check in with each other and, and say, Hey, how are you doing on your self-care, self-love practices, right? What did, what did you do this week to take care of yourself and kind of be accountability partners for each other? But that's only if, if that's relevant. Like if you guys find that you're not getting enough time in self-love and self-care and spa days and things like that, um, then you would you would ask. Angela would say, hey, Patty, will you make sure that I'm getting this, fitting this in and vice versa, right? So that's one way. And then the other way that we grow in color code is by trying out the strengths of the other three colors. So since you're, you guys are color code blue is your primary driving core motive, the other colors, white, yellow, and red, will have some significance in, in you learning their strengths and growing with their strengths. And so helping each other with the strengths of a white, which is your guys' secondary color, I put together a, a quick little list um, for you guys on that. So what you can do for each other is so show each other um, the good in others. Teach relaxed attitude. So whites, color code whites tend to be really good at, at uh, being relaxed. So now if you guys are strength are strong in that color code white secondary color, then this these things won't be as much of a, a a thing that you guys need to talk about, but they're, they're an idea. Uh, you would teach each other to listen, respect, appreciate them. So a color code white, uh, blue needs to, needs to learn from color code white side of us to um, calm their nerves, minimize imperfection. So color code blues can be perfectionist, right? And get ourselves in this tizzy over, it's not perfect, right? And uh, so you guys could help each other out with, it's okay, it's not perfect, we're all human, right? Um, carry out specific assignments. So blues can help, um, blues can get that from whites. So is that making sense? So like if, if you turn on your white hat, the white characteristics for your for Angela, Patty for Angela, and and Angela for Patty. You know, you just turn on the white aspects of yourself, and and that will help. 
Um, you can also turn on some of your yellow, but you guys are really heavily aligned in blue and white. So these things are gonna come very natural to you as partners in this. Um, you probably get along famously because you are you you probably jump in and out of blue and white pretty well, right? Yes. So yeah. that's that's my advice is you know just like I'm sure you guys are way supportive of each other. I can just after I looked at your guys's colors and all your traits, I was like, oh my gosh, they're probably like in love with each other. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like my best friend, you know, cause it's, cause you guys probably really identify with each other greatly. And if that's not accurate, do let me know. Well, you know, what's else is funny is we're both Tauruses. Yeah. Oh, that's wow. the other surprise. Yeah. And then we say things sometimes and I just go, Oh my God, thank God you are, understand. Cause you're a Taurus. So I identify a lot yeah. through astrology and Patty yes, does things yes. or says things. I'm like, yeah, typical Taurus. That's right. We're right. Yeah. <laughs> Tauruses <laughs> are like blues too, because they think they're right. <laughs> and blue, yes. I know, yeah. Yeah. has this identity of I'm the moral one and I've got this and I know what's yeah. right and wrong. Yeah. So that's yes. Taurus yes. too. Especially, especially when it's morality, right? So red actually is the person who wants to be right or needs to be right. But blues want to be right morally. Yes. Isn't that interesting? And reds want to be right technically. Uh, oh, yeah. fascinating. Yeah. 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 I really love how you're sharing how it can, the color code is a tool to see, see your strengths and then grow. Because I think sometimes we want to know what our colors are or what our signs are or personality is but the focus on the code sounds like to me it's about developing yourself to be better so yes 100 right so Kemi can you share how using the color code assessment has changed some people's lives can you give us a case study of how maybe it helped people work in better in the workplace yeah so what I I put together, uh, I've done this quite a few times. So I have some material that I'd like to share with you about some of the benefits of how it looks per personally, professionally, and then in business relationships. And I'll give you, they're basically benefit statements, but I do have stories that go along with them if we have time. So uh, do you think we're doing well on time? There's about three per category. Yeah. Why don't we, why don't we try like one case study for the professional and the personal relationships? And then what was the other category, Cami? I also um, was interested in maybe teenagers. Yeah. Um, this, the personal one does have a teenage one in it. Um, the third category was business relationships. So us as professional coaches, when we have clients, how could that help us? Right. Okay. So I'll do one from each. And then if you guys are loving it, we'll just keep, keep doing some. <laughs> How about that? Sounds good. Okay. So personal category, when a couple begins to identify the strengths of their partners and learn to lean on them. So the example I have is 
you have a color code blue husband and a color code yellow wife and you're planning a trip overseas or or somewhere fantastic the color code blue has a tendency to be list makers and very organized right and so the husband will make the itinerary and the wife who's a color code yellow whose whose motives are to have fun and to look good doing it right so the wife will pack the bags the the, the wife will be like okay we're gonna look like this right this is what we're gonna wear and she'll have all the bags packed for her her husband and the kids and she'll make sure that it's gonna it's gonna be packed with fun stuff right and so she might even do the not necessarily the same where what they do on the vacation because the husband's doing the itinerary but she'll be weighing in on you know is that fun or not right and she'll make sure you're not picking all the all the logical stuff that I want to go have fun and the, the kids and I want to go to an amusement park <laughs> right so they'll need to know that about each other in order to have a good dialogue now those kind of conversations fairly come naturally pretty easily in a in a relationships but there's some situations that get a little tenuous and depending upon your color you might be like why does he always do that or why does she tend to say that it it irritates me and then once you realize those tiny little frustrations and and things that kind of pick at you once you realize that it's just a matter of how they're wired you're like oh okay it's I now now that I know that that's just how you wired before I was just wanting you to just explain to me why do you do it and now I know it's just because you're wired that way and that's it there's no further explanation right and so then you just you just adapt right the, a professional example um, an employee may find it easier to meet a boss's or manager's expectations by knowing what motivates the manager so if you have a color code red manager, red is the driven person. And a lot of times reds are in a leadership management position in the workplace. Doesn't always happen to happen to be red, but a lot of times they are. Blues are also manager material. If you're any of the other colors and you have a red manager they want you to present stuff to them very succinctly quickly give it to me in five minutes the high points but if your manager is a blue and wants the details the all the research all of the other stuff that led you to believe those five points or present those five points you're going to need to know that your manager wants that now a little caveat here when I give these examples, always have a dialogue with your manager. Don't just assume that once you, what we call quick coding them, which is a, a fast way of trying to discern what somebody is, uh, what, what their color code color is. Don't ever assume that the tack that you're going to take is the right one. Just simply ask them, how would you like me to deliver this assignment, this project? Would you like a big memo or would you just like the high points and get it done in five minutes and they'll tell you I want it like this right 
So from a business relationship, say a business owner finds it easy to tailor information about their product and services in a manner that supports a prospective client's decision-making. So if you have a dialogue with any of your prospects, both of you as coaches, and you've got somebody on the phone that's thinking about hiring you for some coaching sessions, if you use that quick coding method, you can start to discern whether or not that client that you're talking to is about having some fun. And then you could highlight how coaching is fun, right? What parts of it is fun and that will appeal to your your client, right? And it will help land. It's kind of like a salesman type of benefit, right? So that's three from, or one from each of the three categories. Would you guys like to do some more or move on? Yeah, especially I was wondering about children and teens. Cammie, can the color code assessment help teens and children? Or is it best for young adults 18 and over? What age do you see the assessment best working for? Yeah, so the... It's definitely, I guess the best way I can describe this is you can code your little ones as a parent. The little, little ones are not going to be able to answer the questionnaire because the vocabulary is just too high, (laughs) right? So about middle school age, so uh, in the U.S. they call it junior high, which is about 12 and up. So that's usually the age which you could start doing it. But as a parent, you can take the assessment for your kid based upon what you observe. And parents are pretty good at at knowing what their kid is. Here's an analogy that I love to give to a lot of people is if you have more than one child, you as parents know the difference say you have four children you know the difference between the firstborn and the lastborn and the what you know all of them they all have their little tendencies to do certain things one pushes boundaries another one is emotional another one barely says two words (laughs) right parents know the difference and when and sometimes children are like you you don't, you don't treat me like you do, you know, my brother or my sister is like, well, yeah, because you aren't the same. You are different. And I need to adjust my parenting style to you. Right. And so they, you know, some, some children really pick up on the fairness. Something about fairness is really high on their, on their radar when it comes to parents, how the parents treat them. Right. And so you know that. So think of color code in a similar way. Color code is just helping you understand how their tendencies show up. And I hope I'm answering your question, Angela. It's basically a, a matter of, of understanding. And I do know that in the U.S., the um, social emotional learning is now on everybody's radar right? We have education policies, legislation, and now school programs, thank God, on emotional intelligence, helping people with coping skills, because 
we found out that as humans, we grow, our strength and our resilience in the world is highly integral with emotional intelligence over IQ intelligence testing, right? So the emotional intelligence is what has a bigger impact on the student's success, their career, their contributions in the world, and so on and so forth, relationships, everything. Similar then, if you're a manager or supervisor, you're going to relate and communicate how your employee is. So it's similar to the same thing. You're not going to treat, you're not going to communicate, I should say, the same way with each person due to their correct. personality traits and how they can, their communication style. Absolutely. And Kemi, how does the color code assessment help people resolve conflict or even dissolve conflict? You mentioned earlier, if you just understand that someone's wired that way, you accept them. Could the color code help people go beyond conflict? It can. So it basically is about adjusting expectations. So we talked about that a little bit earlier. So when you understand somebody is wired a certain way, you're able to adjust your expectations and get to acceptance with a common reference point of something, right? And understand where is that person coming from, right? And it's it's interesting. I, I've had so many clients be like, oh, oh my gosh, that's no wonder I don't get along with this one person. Is that's what they do. Oh, oh my goodness. And now I know how to respond with less resistance because we, when we don't understand somebody, we tend to get resistant and, and almost, uh, I would, I don't want to say defiant, but you're just like, I don't get you. And, and it's, and we try to bucket them into a category of, the way that you communicate, the way you talk, the way you behave with me is is wrong or right, right? Or they're versus labeled difficult. Yeah, <laughs> labeled the difficult person, right? So, uh, uh, and and unfortunately, color code reds that are leadership driven, they get a bad rap a lot of times because this is this is the truth about really strong color code reds. They will walk into a room and listen for about five minutes, even though the room had maybe been talking for 30, they'll listen for five minutes, stand up and say, I've got, I've got a solution. Let's do it like this. And the rest of the room can be like, you weren't even here for all the conversation. How do you think that you know how to organize us and get us going? That's the brilliantness of a color code red is they can snatch information really quickly and they just assemble something and they say, how about we do this, this, and this, and they'll start assigning people roles and stuff. We just need to realize that sometimes those people are in their zone of genius and to let them kind of do what they do and go with it as long as it's not disruptive and, and you know, causing more chaos. But if, if you do, if you have somebody like me come into your company and do a color code assessment, 
it, it is a world of difference when everybody realizes, oh, that person means well. They're not trying to be bossy. They're trying to organize and get us moving because we were talking and spinning too much on a topic and trying to people please everybody in the room. Is everybody on board? Well, not everybody has to be quote unquote on board. They just need to agree and let's move forward and see how it goes. And that's how reds operate. Reds are like, I don't care if everybody agrees. As long as most of you agree, let's go. <laughs> They're their objective is to get from point A to point B as quickly as possible. Efficiency is their game and they want to do it with, with high success. And so they're, they're more of the, let's, let's try this. If it fails, we'll, we'll rework it. Right. They want to just go and not plan, 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 plan. Does that make sense? Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Cami, can you tell our listeners about how they can find you or contact you and about your products and services and your workshops? Yeah. The best way at the moment is going to be through Facebook, www.facebook.com forward slash change by design AZ for Arizona. And then I do have Instagram, but I, there's really not much to quote unquote read. Those, those are obviously visual posts. I don't do a whole lot of writing. Um, that's the best way to connect with me right at the moment. And the reason being is my website got, I wouldn't say hacked, but somebody was able to create a redirect on my URL and it take it to some weird site. So I took it entirely down and I'm rebuilding it and it will be available January 1st of 2022 if not sooner. So it's getting there. I've got to flush a few things out, but those are the main places to go right now. Cammy will be coming again on our podcast in 2022 to discuss another aspect of her coaching practice, intentional creativity. And Cammy, is there anything else that you'd like to share with the listeners? Yeah, there's a couple of things I wanted to sort of address the coaching industry, if I, if you guys will allow me a little bit, coaching, at least in the U.S., I don't know how it is where you are, Angela, but then there's kind of a negative stigma about coaching and along the lines of, you know, we're unlicensed therapists seeking to gain from others' misfortune, pain, and suffering, and my, my response to that is, one, we're not therapists, and two, every industry contains corrupted people, right? So you can name any industry, and there's people who do bad, right? So yes, our industry is like any other industry. We have some bad players in, in the industry that are a joke, and they haven't done the necessary work that the three of us have done to learn our craft and to really hone in hone in on it. I wanted to say that the self-help industry is a, an $11.6 billion in the U.S. Um, earning in 2019, and it's projected to be $14 billion in the year 2025. So I'm a firm believer that self-help is going to be huge going forward. There's some, some ideas about how artificial intelligence is going to potentially impact their coaching industry. But what I wanted to talk about in bringing this up is that 
the self-help industry being that large, the reason why Patty, Angela, myself, and all the other really trained, highly trained coaches out there, um, the reason why we exist is because the self-help industry, as big as it is, if you are a person who's stuck in pain, in suffering, and you're reading a self-help book, you're reading it with that same stuck, pain, suffering mind. And to partner with a coach is your solution to observing and noticing what's happening inside of you, what's happening inside your thinking, what's happening inside your behaviors, what are the patterns? We, The three of us are trained to notice that stuff and to mirror it back and to help help everyone to see what we're seeing and ask hey did you notice that you said this like three times what's about what's that about right and to get the client understanding and noticing their own patterns so that they can utilize any self-help book even better so it's about upping their game about who they are. Color code is a tool, just like a self-help book is a tool. And you utilize a coach to help you navigate that tool with higher effectiveness and efficiencies, right? So that's, that's kind of my overarching message a lot with clients that are on the fence about why should I hire a coach? I can just go get the color code and I could go ahead and take the assessment and I can learn this all on my own. Yes, you can. When you hire a coach who knows how to do this and who knows how to interpret, who knows how to observe what's happening with you, you get exponential results. So that's kind of my, my plug for coaching everywhere. <laughs> I love it. That's great. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you, Cami, for sharing your expertise on color code and relationships. Cami has given us a lot to think about in this podcast of wish you knew why the people in your life do what they do. Angela and Patty would love to hear your tips, strategies, or inspiring stories on building better relationships at home and at work or about this podcast topic. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for listening to Building Better Relationships with Angela and Patty. Send us a message and please like or share the podcast or donate with the Anchor Donate button. We really value your feedback.